Hi, and welcome back to Rate That Album. Back and forth album review between myself, Joseph Fremming, and my good friend, Paul Muad'Dib. Paul, how are you doing? Um, did I cheat on you or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going into this review with middle fingers up, Paul. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out, this buddy. week, uh, I decided to change it up a bit. We haven't done a lot of R&B and modern pop on our, our little podcast here. So I decided to switch it up with, uh, well, if you're going to do it, you might as well go for the for the top cream of the crop. I picked uh, Lemonade by Beyonce. Probably one of the finest fuck you albums you'll <laughs> ever hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's, a good, uh, that's a good way of putting it. This is a giant fuck you album. Yeah, uh, the last Fuck You album we listened to, I think, was Metal Machine Music. So, like, <laughs> Which is the second best. <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's talk about the classic Fuck You albums. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of times a Fuck You album is directed at a label for, you know, fucking around and then finding out by the artist. Uh, as with Lou Reed, uh, Neil Young has a rich history of Fuck You albums. Uh, most... <laughs> Almost all pointed at David Geffen. <laughs> um, <laughs> you sometimes get uh, "fuck you" tracks to former bandmates. Yep, uh, it's classic with Lennon McCartney and their solo works. And then you have the "fuck you" album by a, a band itself, which was, you know, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> oh God, yeah, it was. And today we're talking about a "fuck you" album by Beyonce. I mean, I'll use the word allegedly, but I think it. you listen to the lyrics. Jay-Z done fuck around and he found out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I normally don't don't look into things. Um, and I, I, I did look up to this because I was like, you know, I have to know. Um, and I, I did realize that he was actually interviewed about this album. Um, and... Uh, yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a, it's a fuck you album. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a, so I don't know the whole story, but it's it's pretty apparent. Uh, so it, you know, this was uh, based off his infidelities. Uh, mm-hmm. No question, no question, no question. And as they're dealing with it, they both released albums. Uh, Beyonce released Lemonade. And he released, I think it was like four, four forty four, four forty four, which was hands down the worst Jay Z album I've ever heard in my life. And I it was love not Jay Z. I love Jay Z. I think he's uh, he's in the top five hip hop artists for me. Oh yeah, easy, and easy. easily, easily. Black album was a, a fucking masterpiece. And Black life. album was a masterpiece. And then, um, and then what Danger Mouse did with it was amazing with the Gray album. Yeah, with the Beatles. Yeah, Beatles samples. And, but even before, like, the Blueprint album's great. That album he did with uh, Kanye, uh, Watch the Throne, fantastic. Yes. And, yes. And, he, and then he fucked around, and his wife put out not only her best album, but I, I'd argue this album <laughs> kind of, like, kicked his, his catalog in the nuts. Yeah, I would agree <laughs> with that. I would completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, it's got, that's got to be pretty domestic. <laughs> 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 I mean, 
This, yeah, I, I mean, you know, now when and in the in the interview, um, you know, he mentioned that they were involved in the creative process of each other's album. Now, I question that because there's a lot of people on this album, from what I could tell, and I couldn't hear Jay Z on a single fucking track of it. Yeah, and I don't think I've seen any credit of him being on it. She's on his album. Okay, but I don't see it on uh, uh, this album. He might be, but this is. So, this album came out in 2016, and for me, that was a real shit year, like, going through a divorce, and then uh, Donald Trump <laughs> becoming yeah. president. Like, it was, that was the year that we all just went into the darkest timeline. Yes, it was. <laughs> and my buddy Caleb, he's like, he's he's been an, a huge fan of Beyonce forever, and I was always indifferent. Like, I liked some of the Destiny Age Child, uh, you know, hits they had or whatnot but i was just largely indifferent and he's like dude no you have to like you have to listen to it and i'm like yeah i'll listen to it and i never i never would which would just frustrate the hell out of him <laughs> so I went, like on my birthday me and him hung out and he showed me the movie lemonade and it fucking like it it, it kicked me in the dick it was like visually stunning it was very lynchian which was not expected from beyonce Miss Bootylicious. Uh, <laughs> and the songs, like, he was just like, yeah, dude, this is like a fucking dark album. And I'm like, this is a dark album. This is not a, not what I was expecting. And uh, so that's how, this is one of those times where, like, where the album, where an album, I finally understood the global phenomenon. Yeah. You know, there's it's just sometimes like I'm just indifferent to a lot of things in popular culture, but I I know somebody's popular. I really don't know why. This was the album where I'm like, oh, I get it, I get it now. I would say I have not heard this album. I hadn't heard this album. And um, when you when you when you told us that we were going to be listening to it, I was apprehensive. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, it's I, I I'm kind of in the boat of I don't do really really poppy stuff. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised from what what we got yeah it's uh it's a very it's, it's not, not a, a surface album you know what i mean there's a lot of things going on that are relatable to people who've been in shitty situations mm -hmm. and not only that it's it's done really well and it where it really shouldn't i mean this is an album with jack white Kendrick Lamar and the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, and weekend, and weekend. <laughs> the weekend. Yeah. Like, in what world would this all fucking work? Yeah, Maybe I this was. This album us in the darkest timeline. It's like, yeah, no album's going to, you know, just fucking just jolted us. Like, yep, that's what happens when you fuck around like that, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never would have thought in, in, in my lifetime I'd be listening to a Beyonce Jack White track. <laughs> no, no, me either. But that's no. kind of like how I got into it. And so let's let's talk about it, Paul. What are your thoughts? Uh, there's a lot of anger <laughs> because he's a very angry woman in this. And I can respect the shit out of that. Um, I like I said, I did not know much about this album. I had known that she had put out a album kind of calling out jay-z i never didn't really pay attention i didn't realize it was this album um i was really a taken back 
to be honest with you at first, like my first listening, I was like, whoa, this is not what I would expect from a Beyonce album, like at all. Um, so like the first time I listened to it, I was just I, like every track I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, she's doing that. She's going there. Um, Beyonce's angry. Beyonce's swearing. Beyonce's Beyonce's throwing out the N word. Um, <laughs> Beyonce's doing a country song. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce's doing a country song. She's yelling at. She's yelling at. She's having Jack White yell at fucking Jay Z. What the shit is going on here? Um, I then I listened to it the second time because I'm like, okay, now I know what to expect. And musically, like production wise, and everything. This is really good. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Was this the album that lost to um, Beck? I don't remember. I don't follow that. It might have. Okay. Because I remember Beyonce was up um, for an album and Beck's uh, Beck had an album that came out that was like a super sleeper and like it never played anywhere. It never did anything. And it won. Um and I just I can't remember if that's what it was, but um, well, just, Beck has he has those David Miscavige connections, Paul. <laughs> he, can, <laughs> he can get awards if he wants an award. Yeah. Um, no, uh, no, it wasn't. It was it was Morning Face. It was two I think two years earlier. Um, and uh, so, um, yeah, he beat yep he beat Beyonce in 2014. I think it was not 2016. Um, but like, I, I don't know if that also took her to the drawing board. She was pissed off, whatever, but th- I, I can get behind this Beyonce. Like, this is awesome. Yeah, this is, this is it, like you said with the production. It's also something I wouldn't expect. Cause it's a lot of really cool layers and stuff. Like, it, it, yeah, it's not what you expect from like a top 40, uh, dominant juggernaut that is Beyonce. Which is like it get that really I think changed my perspective and made me respect her a lot more that she was willing to take a chance on something like this because on paper this should not work. No, no. If you bring this paper. to a label or like whatever, they're like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. And she fucking made it work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there there's samples in here from um, fucking um led zeppelin um the king you know cor, um bismarcky bismarcky i mean there's there's samples Malcolm all over the place. <laughs> yeah um the 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 yeah yeah yes i mean there is a lot going on here um i really really enjoyed it yeah no it's it, i was what because you know this was like a chat it also gave me a reason to revisit it and go and buy buy the vinyl of it because i've always wanted that so this our podcast kind of got me off my ass to go go back and listen to it but yeah i was uh, it's one of those albums like it's just holy fuck it's good and you you feel like maybe i shouldn't why am i liking this so much because this is not in my wheelhouse at least that's for me (laughs) yeah when this came out i'm like this is not in my wheelhouse like i I don't listen to Beyonce. I'm not a Beyonce fan. And now after listening to it, I was like, ah, some bitch. I'm a Beyonce fan. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I mean, uh, 
it, it took me a while with, with like hold up. Like I was like, God, I know some of these lyrics. I know. And then it realized it was maps. It was the yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, and then Jack White pops in with don't hurt yourself. And I was like, I can get behind this. And then sorry is like a really angry song. <laughs> I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, like, yeah, just that. That one, two, three combo of the second, third, and fourth track was really fucking great. Yeah. And, you know, there's some tracks on here I feel are kind of like don't do a whole lot for me, but there's not a lot, which is saying something for an album because, as we discussed, I don't believe in the perfect album. But, yeah, it's uh, fuck. Even the last, like, you got Daddy Lessons, uh, Sandcastles, and fucking Freedom. Oh, Freedom's a fucking banger, dude. Oh, God, I love Freedom. I love Sandcastles on a sucker for a piano ballad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, no, I I was just into the whole fucking funk and, like, that 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 60s fucking um, organ sound that was on it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was banger. And I really like Daddy Lessons, which was weird because she's doing a country song, but it's not straight-up country because it has, like... It, what would you call like the New Orleans kind of like jazz in it too? You know, it, it, it when you we we talked a little bit about this, and you had said, "Yeah, the country song," and I was like, "I think I know which track he's talking about." And then I went back and listened to it, and I was like, "Oh, that is country." Oh, yeah, okay, but it's it is like, country, but it's more in the vein of like old country, like Hank Williams, where they're using like jazz mm-hmm. and Creole. Type, yes. Uh, Very Creole. Very yeah. Creole. Yeah, and I, I fucking this that I love that this track was like the earworm for me the first time I listened to it because I was just like, wait, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw her; she performed it live with the Dixie Chicks at like the Country Music Awards, and you could just see uh, uh, white conservative dudes just horrified. Uh, that is I, I love it yeah i love that i love that i absolutely love that that people that white dudes white country dudes are horrified by a beyonce country song with the dixie chicks like that makes my day that makes my year <laughs> you know sorry white country dudes but uh, that song is more in the vein of hank williams than fucking anything toby keith has ever done oh <laughs> oh yeah no no absolutely absolutely and again i think that's why it took me by surprise because it's not what I consider modern country, right? Like it's that's why when you said it's a country song and I'm used to the shitty modern country that I absolutely try to avoid because I don't feel it's country. So when you said it was country, I had to like unindoctrinate myself from the modern country and be like, fuck, yeah, no, that's great new country. Yeah, no, like if she I'd love it if she'd do an album like, of that kind of genre. She probably I, won't. I, Fuck. <laughs> I, I I don't think she would, but I'd listen to it, and I don't listen to country. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, Six Inch with, with Weekend was awesome. Oh, God, that, uh, yeah, it just, bl- and I'm not a huge fan of The Weekend, but his uh, falsetto voice on here just really fucking blends well with, with the theme of the song and what mm-hmm. she's doing with it. 
Uh, well, I mean, all these people, I mean, Jack White blending in, I, you would not think it would work. You wouldn't think it works and it works so well. Don't Hurt Yourself is awesome. It's a great fucking song. And when Jack White pops in, it's not jarring. It fucking works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even with uh, James Blake on forward, like, what? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that one, that one didn't work very well for me. Um, but I think it's because, you know, it blends in with, um, with sandcastles and then, um, and then become its own track. Um, but I still was surprised to hear him on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's basically a, an extra minute on of sandcastles. That's, (laughs) that's all it is. (laughs) Yes. But then Kendrick Lamar pops in on freedom and you're like, all right, fucking. And like I said, freedom's just a fucking banger, dude. Yeah. I, I'm a huge, I really love Kendrick Lamar, like to pimp a butterfly. I think they came out in the same year as this, maybe fucking one of the best uh, hip hop albums. I I would say, I would argue that that was top tier like that. That album blew me away. And then this blew me away. Yeah. Uh, the big hit of the album, though, is not a track I really care for. <laughs> what, which one is the big hit? Formation. Oh, was that the big hit? Yeah, like I always thought Freedom was the big hit because that's me too. That feels like it's a big hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Formation that's... was like that's an, that's probably like the track I'm not I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I will say that all night went on my playlist like right away. Like the notes that she hits in all night. Um it's gorgeous it's it's her voice is gorgeous in that song yeah well yeah her voice is just great in general (laughs) yeah but really that particular track for me because again i've only heard beyonce from you know just what little i i've listened to it because you know just you know again i i tend to avoid really pop 40 stuff it's just how i am um but like the 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 reverb that she had in her voice and the notes she was hitting in the i was just like holy shit like this yeah i get it i i get it i get why people i get why she's the fucking b i get it now <laughs> yeah and i see why like the fans flock and everything and man this mm. it also feels like this album took the wind right out of jay-z's sails because i can't i can't even think of a thing he's done since this album came out that's even memorable <laughs> no no you know and that's the other thing i i kind of you know I, I when i was listening to this i was like did jay-z retire because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he popped that's... up on tracks here and there he might have released another album after that 444 but jeez Oh god! I, I need no, no, no. I'm curious. I have to look up like like Jay Z albums because yeah. I, I have not heard anything of him as of late. Um, man, this is a, this is one hell of a burn, Paul. <laughs> it's rough, man. Yeah, man, no. Four, oh, four, imagine four, if four. your wife released an album like this. What oh, dude, oh, dude. On you like I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> like, there's no coming back. <laughs> it's yeah, no. Four forty four was the last album he did, um, and you know, so yeah, I, I, I mean. Yeah, if, if 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 my wife didn't help him like this, man, I, I mean, I how they didn't end, how they haven't ended in divorce, given what all the shit. Like, there is a lot of anger. There is a lot of anger on this album. Yeah, well, maybe part of it is being able to express it in a creative way. Maybe 
brought, brought them together. I don't know. I don't know, dude. But I mean, sorry in and of itself is like the <laughs> the the the, the mat, like to me that was like the the nail in the coffin right there. Like, oh <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> well, it's followed up by six. <laughs> Yes, followed by six inch, like six inch with fucking weekend, and you're like, oh damn, and then daddy lessons. It's like, oh my god, and daddy lessons basically like her dad, and like tell her not to be with guys like Jay Z. Yeah, well, it's like it's a little more autobiographical because like he, her dad cheated on her mom, and that was like his, you know, don't date a guy like me. Uh, whatever <laughs> so she, yeah calling them out yeah there's even parts you know where yeah just my daddy said you know that's your second amendment like, yeah that's your second amendment basically you just go shoot him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and then it goes in the love drought which i didn't think was that great yeah i'm um, not a huge fan but it, it it's serviceable for Getting us to Sandcastles. It's serviceable for getting us to Sandcastles, which is a great song. Which yeah, is, Sandcastles is probably my favorite. Um, all night. All, all, all night to me is like like my favorite. But, I mean, you know, it, it, it's because it's, there's just so much going on in it where it goes from, like, her doing a, a very quick rap to her, like, singing. And, you know, I get it, it doesn't gel with, like, the tone of the album because it's one of the more, like, forgiving uh, songs in it. But for whatever reason, man, like that's the earworm to me. Like that's the like that's the track that went on my playlist. Uh, yeah, and Andre three thousands is a credit writing credit on it. Oh my god! So I'm that's... guessing there's an Outcast track sampled on there. Like there's a lot going on in this album. It's a, <laughs> but it doesn't feel busy, which is good. I like albums when there's a lot of things going on, but it doesn't feel busy. Yeah, that's the other thing I was gonna bring bring up was that there is a lot going on, but there's it has that that breathing room and allows things to breathe. It allows for the different layers to be heard. And that in and of itself, I think, is a very difficult talent to do musically, um, is to have all these layers and be able to suss them out. Yeah, it, like I like what you said. It's, it, it breathes. It has room to breathe. And her voice is phenomenal. And... I think in an age where every pop singer is auto-tuned to death, mm-hmm. it was a it's kind of a breath of fresh air to hear somebody actually singing. <laughs> yes, that not, was the not, other not thing. Not sounding like a robot. That was the other thing I was concerned about was because I'm used to Top 40 having auto-tune, right? So I was expecting a lot of auto-tune. I was expecting myself to get really pissed off. And... No, I mean, this is just, this. there's talent here. I mean, I'm sure there's some auto-correction, some pitch correction here and there, but it's not fucking auto-tuned. Like, yeah, like, yeah. If they use auto-tune, it was for the correct reasons. Right, right, where you can't detect it. Yeah, you can't detect it. It's not for the share. Fuck that song, forever making auto-tune a popular thing. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah no um yeah but 
pray pray you catch me is a great opener it's a great opener but then you go to hold up don't hurt yourself sorry six inch daddy lessons which is just barrage after barrage after barrage <laughs> of angry beyonce <laughs> yeah i mean uh it again it's this is if you're gonna do a fuck you album this is holy oh, this shit is it. yeah this is it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is it. This is absolutely it. And then freedom, like I said, freedom. You know, you get sand, you get love drought, you get sandcastles, things kind of slow down, and then you get freedom. And that is like the funkiest song I've heard in a long time. Oh shit, yeah. It it and uh, I'm reading like uh that I think yeah, uh, freedom became like an anthem for the George Floyd protests too. Oh, like, did it I really? See, there's a lot of like there's so much we we can dig into here because there's a lot of like, uh, but I'm you know I'm no expert so like but there's like black identity black feminism on here you know I'm not an expert so I'm not really comfortable discussing that shit, <laughs> yeah you two white there. guys from the Midwest aren't, aren't, aren't the best people to discuss that I don't think yeah I, it's not my wheel you know I'm not an expert so I'm not but it's there it's there and it it makes it interesting it adds to like uh, the themes beyond so it's not just like an infidelity album i think it's a lot of it's also like uh, self-discovery too oh yes figuring out where you are in this world at this point yes yeah i mean freedom the, the lyrics of freedom you know it, it, that one's not all about infidelity that's there there's a lot there you know um that i think we you know um other people could comment on i think more intelligently than, than we could but by by god you know the the it's there like it's easy to pick up yeah 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 it's it, it it yeah there's so much going on and there's a lot of themes and it's like i you gotta tip your hat to somebody who just keeps evolving as an artist and uh it t- took me by surprise you know like it, it, i was you know like you top 40 i'm just very weary about it mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just mm-hmm. not my it's not my thing but yeah when i heard this i was just like holy fuck <laughs> holy yeah. shit like what what is this yeah no like i said you know when i when i when you when first suggested it i was like oh man i'm gonna feel bad joe's gonna love you know joe loves this album i'm not gonna be all for it and by the end of it but you know i mean i was even listening to it some of it today when i was out just for a little bit and yeah i'm like this is a fucking banger album. <laughs> like, I get it, man. I get why you like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah, I was, you know, who knows what other people like, but yeah, <laughs> this album is just, uh, yeah, it, it was that album where I'm like, I, I get why she is the global superstar she is. You know, it's, <laughs> Yeah. This album cemented that in my to me. I was like, yep, I get it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, as you said, on paper, this should not work. Uh, a, a fuck you album with, you know, a bunch of samples from fucking, you know, um, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, Led Zeppelin, Co- uh, Animal Collective, Isaac Hayes. You got fucking Jack White on it. You got fucking um, ears of coding from fucking Vampire Weekend on it. <laughs> you, got, you know, uh, it, it, you know there there is a sample from uh, from Outcast on it. 
who would have thought? Who would have thought um, that this would have worked? Um, I'm interested now to see the movie. I have not seen the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm battling with the. <laughs> this is an interesting aside. Uh, so I bought the record and I got the digital download and the movie wouldn't download for me. So I'm doing a back and forth email with <laughs> either Columbia or Sony um, records. Both of them, for some reason, have responded to me. <laughs> <laughs> like for my digital download. Like So I, I'm still waiting. I've seen the movie, but I, I, I would need to see it again. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I, uh, they keep saying like, "Yep, we'll resend your code," and like, I never get it. And it's like, this isn't hard, people. It's, it's like, fuck, just send me the fucking file of it or a zip drive or something. You hear um, me, Columbia Records or Sony, Re- whoever the fuck, <laughs> who the fuck you are, give me, yeah, give us you're on blast. <laughs> you're on blast. You're on the, yeah, you're on the rate that album blast list, buddies. So tell me then, I mean, I, I, I'm going to assume, but what was the, um, what was the, uh, critical reception? Well, this is her most well, well re- regarded album, Paul, like, uh, critics loved it. And, uh, it was, uh, overwhelmingly, uh, praised by critics. Uh, let me look at the weekly charts and, Almost all of them, except for a few, was a, at least in the top ten. A large majority at number one <laughs> chart, twenty sixteen to twenty nineteen weekly chart performance for Lemonade. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> year end charts. Uh, U.S. Billboard two hundred number four, not bad. U.S. top R and B albums by Billboard number one. U.S. Top R&B Hip Hop Albums by Billboard number two. Worldwide Albums, the IFPI Global Music Report number one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like Australian Urban Albums number one. Australian <laughs> Albums number three. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it has uh, it had global uh, charts, charting. So, yeah, it, it, it did well. Good. For, I'm glad it did. I'm glad it did. Um, because this this is pop. People should should take a cue from this and use this as a blueprint because yeah. this is phenomenal. Yeah, or if you're really pissed off at your significant other, you know, this is this is how you do a fuck you album to him. Like, uh, a, I don't I, I don't want to say it neutered Jay Z, but he hasn't released anything since. This, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's a little suspicious. I'm not saying he was completely kicked in the dick and his balls fell into a jar, but <laughs> I he hasn't done anything. So now, does this come out around the time? Because I do remember there, and maybe you don't. I do remember there being like a. Uh, I, I try not to pay attention to um, celebrity, you know, um, fights and and you know relationships and things like that. But I remember seeing something where there was like a video of him getting beat up by her sister in an elevator. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, that might be around like the lead. I think that was probably, uh, I, I think it was before this album came out. Uh, was it Solange? 
That, yeah, I think it was Solange um, attacked. Yeah, attacked. El- yeah, yeah. Solange attacked JC <laughs> in an elevator. Attacked him in an elevator. So yeah, I think that might have been one of the uh, uh, letting people know like there was trouble in paradise. <laughs> you know, and her sister's beating up her husband. Yeah, yeah. I think I not think- a good. It's not a good sign. No, okay, I'm looking at this. It happened in 2014. So yep. right right when she was about to start working on this album. Oh, yeah, it's, she started recording June of 2014. So <laughs> there we go. It happened uh it happened May, <laughs> I think it was. Um, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it happened May of 2014, so According to TMZ, I'm looking here, May 12, 2014, JC was ferociously assaulted by Beyonce's sister, <laughs> who was wildly kicking and swinging at him inside an elevator. Oh, man. Yeah, That's this. So amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this. That is amazing. Um, this really. Um, this really paint put to me put Jay, um, Beyonce in a whole new light. Um, like I never would have thought, you know, when, when, you know, you, she's been. I think up to that point, she was very um, cautious about how she appeared. You know, you never really heard anything. There was never really any drama with Beyonce. Um, and then you know, this comes out, and rather than causing a problem, everyone loves it, rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, I think her only brush with controversy before this was. When her album lost to Taylor Swift and Kanye West ran on stage and started yelling, yes, that, that's yes. not really her controversy. That's the 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 walking talking mental illness that is Kanye West. That is Kanye West. Yeah, um, yeah. No, no, that not, that was no reflection on Beyonce whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She was just in the audience and she looked pretty embarrassed. <laughs> she looked very embarrassed. I felt bad for her. <laughs> I also feel, also, you know, it's got to be pretty awkward for Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she just, yeah. She's just there to grab an award and this kooky <laughs> motherfucker shows <laughs> This guy shows And then he did the same thing the back. I do remember that he did the same thing the back when Beck won. And Beck was like, please, no, I want my I want my Taylor Swift moment. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. No, do we talk about Pete Davidson and fucking uh, Kim Kardashian or not so much? <laughs> she has a type. <laughs> she, she has a type. And apparently it's Pete Davidson. <laughs> that guy. That guy. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, he looks like a Muppet with a crack addiction. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Good for him, though. Good for him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, okay, let me ask you this. We talked a little bit about, but definitely, which tracks didn't you like? Like I said, the, the Formation song, it, it there's not a track on here I don't like. It's just some songs I don't like as much as others, and Formation is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, forward's a little weird, but whatever. Like I like it all around, but I, for me it was weird that her, the 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 big single up for the release was Formation instead of Freedom because Freedom seems like the better choice for me i don't know i'm not a record exec so i don't 
No, freedom, freedom, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Seems like that'd be a good choice as well. Um, yeah, no, freedom was a, is, well, I shouldn't say was, freedom is a fucking banger song, dude. Like, <laughs> it is, it is, it is absolutely, like I said, the funkiest thing that come out in a long time, at least that I've heard uh, in recent time. And to say that's coming from Beyonce is a weird statement to come out of my mouth. And I'm just looking at, so the song Hold Up, one of the producers on that, Ezra Coing from uh, Vampire Weekend. Right. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what None the of that fuck? should make sense. <laughs> no, none of it should make sense. None of it should make sense. You know, Soldier Boy's on it. Soldier Boy's not all that great. It's Soldier Boy. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's getting in trouble for selling fucking knockoff video game consoles. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, man, people got to make a living. <laughs> <laughs> people got to make a living. Um, you know, yeah, no. And, and you know, I, I like right away, like I, I was in the car and I couldn't see what was playing. And like right away when Six Inch came on, I was like, that's Weekend. Like I knew, like I was like, "That's weekend." What's weekend doing with Beyonce? <laughs> and same thing with Jack White. I was like, "That's Jack White." What the hell is happening here? <laughs> like, am I having a stroke? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What's that this burning what? smell all around me?" <laughs> is this what having a stroke is like? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um. No, I, I got to say, Joe, I never in my life would I have thought I've ever said that I'd be a fan of a Beyonce album. And here I am, like, we live in the weirdest timeline. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. So, <laughs> Paul, would you recommend? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. I mean, there to me, there's there's two tracks that I don't really care for. And that is Love Drought and Forward. Um, and I, I, you know, uh, I think Love Drought is fine for what it is. I, I feel like it's maybe on another album, maybe be a little bit higher rated, but, um, yeah, I mean, again, you just go from like hold up to fucking daddy lessons and you're on a fucking fast track of fun. And then you got your, 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 your lows with Love Drought, Sandcastles forward, and then it kicks in the freedom which is a fucking banger. And then you got All Night, which is gorgeous. And Formation's fine for what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would recommend would suge- suggest this album. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, Joe. No, I think after being in the shit for a while, that also helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were we're in the doldrums there. <laughs> we were in a world of hurt. We even dragged so. Joe Brown into our, in our shit. That was oh. bad. We got was, dark. We did. It got. It got. That was. That was three episodes of absolute, absolute darkness. Which, by the way, um, all this, all, all the album, all the tracks will be out over Thanksgiving, um, over Thanksgiving break. So, excellent. Um. So, Joe, what do you have going on with the Joe Down? Uh, we still gonna do our steel review. It's it's with the holidays. We're a little more busy with our work, so mm-hmm. we'll get to that when we can. But. Uh, we're definitely doing it because I sat through that fucking movie. So. <laughs> Which uh, the only way I can describe it is if Tommy Wiseau directed a superhero movie, <laughs> dude. And you know, I'll be honest. I'm, okay, I'm a dork. I'm a dork. Let's talk a little bit about the comics a little bit here because I was around when the death of Superman happened, funeral for a friend, 
um, comic books, and then the and then the, the Return of the Superman, and the comic of Man of Steel, which later became Steel, was actually really good. Yeah, because uh, he was a, he was in uh, Metropolis. Mm-hmm. The movie's in L.A. and Superman's not in it. But yeah, he was kind of, what if I remember right? He was inspired by the death of Superman. He was. He was inspired yeah. by it. Like once Superman died, he was inspired to because um, I think he almost got killed um, during the battle with 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 uh, um, Doomsday. with Doomsday. And you know when Superman died, he felt like this was something that he could do. So he forged himself this 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 armor and became the uh, became Man of Steel. Yeah, and he's he's really cool character. He's kind of like a cross between Superman and Batman in a mm-hmm. sense because he doesn't have powers. He just has uh, the armor and and the hammer and tech. Yep. So yeah, I, I like I, of all the, of the the Return of the Superman. Steel was probably my favorite. Yeah, Steel was really good. Um, there was and... Mullet Superman in the black suit, which I hated, and of course really? he became Superman. No, he didn't become Superman. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were thinking the Eradicator. Yes, yes. Small Superman. Yes, he came back the fifth Superman. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which I thought was funny because, you know, again, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Clark Kent has long hair. <laughs> it's not just long hair. It's a fucking mullet. <laughs> He's got a mullet. And now Superman's rocking a mullet. And still nobody figures it out. Well, uh, he's on the glasses. They can't tell. <laughs> True story. Um, all right. All right, Joe. Well, you're going to ask me what we're going to do next week? Yeah, Paul, what are we doing? So we're going to stick with the female theme because, as you said, it's been kind of a sausage fest. And we're going to stick with my um, so, uh, actors and celebrities that have gone into music. And we are going to review something we really haven't done on this, which is a jazz album. And we are going to review Molly Ringwald's jazz debut album, Except Sometimes. Except Sometimes or Accept? No, no, Except. Except Sometimes. So like E-X-C-E-P-T. All right. All right. Now, is this jazz or is this like white people jazz or they sing over jazz? This is white people jazz or they sing over jazz. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. This is, this you is son white, of a bitch. This is white people jazz, dude. No, no, no. We're not getting in the good Duke Ellington here. We're getting in the Molly Ringwald fucking jazz, man. Man, you couldn't pick uh, Miles Davis sketches of Spain or... <laughs> We'll do more jazz, dude. We'll do more jazz, but you know, nope. We're gonna do Molly Ringwald's 2013 music debut, the jazz album, except sometimes. Well, at least you didn't pick L. Ron Hubbard's jazz album, Space Jazz. <laughs> Space Jazz. Hey, man, that's still on the table. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. That's on the table, man. <laughs> <laughs> Terrell, the security director, is a great song, sir. <laughs> uh, I'll have to get my thetans up for that one. <laughs> so I will tell you that this will feature 
a jazz cover version of Don't You Forget About Me. Because what would it be if it wasn't Molly Ringwald doing a song from fucking Breakfast Club? Oh, I had no idea her career just 9-11 like that, man. I just had no idea. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Rough. <laughs> well, I mean, she's putting out a jazz album where she's covering popular songs from movies she was in. I mean, <laughs> she, she all kited herself. <laughs> you know i mean it's uh it's it, it's what it is it's it's what it is um you know we'll, we'll 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 see what you think um we'll see what i think because i have not listened to the full album myself oh okay so i will tell you that i have not listened to the full album myself um for I actually tried to get it um, a lot, and this is this for a long time was a hard album to hear online. Um, for whatever reason, it was not easy um, at all. I wonder why, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not a mandolier, right? <laughs> I mean, she, holy fuck, Paul! <laughs> <laughs> Molly Ringwald's jazz album was hard to find. <laughs> well, I thought if anything, it was a curiosity, right? Like I was like, all right, I gotta listen to this. And um no, no, um no, it was not not easy. Um uh, I think even I think even now, like you try to go um online and listen to it or like go on youtube and listen to it there's only like two tracks that you can um and for a long time it was just a preview like like nobody nobody put out this like nobody decided to put this out on youtube <laughs> well it's it's on spotify so well a step it has up like from... a whopping average of like ten thousand streams each track so <laughs> that's a that's a that's a glowing <laughs> of how popular this album is. <laughs> Dude, um, I, I will tell you, I'll, I'll give you and the audience a little, a little ahead of time. Um, so w uh, if you go to like, uh, if you go to Wikipedia, there are no, there are no reviews on the album. <laughs> I'm sure the entry is Molly Ringwald made a jazz album. The end. Uh, it's, it's, you're what are you going to do, Paul? What are you going to talk about with the <laughs> source to refer to? <laughs> it's, uh, you have to talk about the merits of the album, and I don't know if I'm comfortable doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, hey, man, I could have done Kenneth Paltrow's country album, all right? Oh, God. Did it come with a candle that smelled like her vagina? Um, uh, you know, you, you, well, you'll find out because <laughs> eventually we're going to listen to Gwyneth Paltrow's country album, uh, just like we're going to listen to Billy Bob Thornton country album. Well, he's also a musician. Like Billy Bob Thornton actually has a band. So yeah, Billy Bob, yeah, he does. He does. It's and not I, good, but it. <laughs> dude, they did a song called Angelina. It. No, it's not good. <laughs> oh, God. When I worked at Electric Fetus, he, an album of his came out, and it was just, I heard it, and it was bad. And then he was like on, like, I think it was like Howard Stern. 
and then Howard asked him like, but like, you know, being an actor and whatever. And he's like, would you ask that question to Tom Petty? <laughs> it's like, well, Tom Petty's a musician, buddy. <laughs> You're the oh, guy who's like Blade. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that was Howard Stern. Uh, that was something else. Cause I, I watched that where it was him. It was him with a couple of the other members of the band. And the guy was acting, asking him about his acting things, and Billy Bob Thornton went off the rails, <laughs> like, like pissed that this guy was talking. It was asking about like his career and about the movies and about acting, and was not asking about the band. And like Billy Bob immediately turns into like a giant fucking dick. The rest of the band's super uncomfortable, and like the interview ended like thirty minutes early. Yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> he's not Tom Petty. Because the difference between Billy Bob Thornton and Tom Petty is Tom Petty's a successful musician who's also been in successful movies. Oh, yeah. Great. What's your favorite Tom Petty movie? (laughs) (laughs) The Postman. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that movie. Oh. Oh, was he in that? Part of Kevin Costner's post-apocalyptic movie trends of the 90s. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, one movie's drinking piss. The other, he's he's walking around delivering mail with Tom Petty. Like, it was it was a wild time. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no, no, I, for, I, I forgot Tom Petty was in that movie. What? <laughs> the best part. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude. I, I the top I, hat and everything. I, I, I fucking put that movie out of my memory, man. I think I watched it once, and it was because it was there was nothing else on, and it was shit. Ugh. Well, speaking of shit, you're going to listen to Molly Ringwald. <laughs> <laughs> no, who knows? We might be presently surprised. Yeah, you never know. You never, you never know. know. You never know. All right, buddy. Well, do you want to take us out? I keep telling you no. Joe.